Did you know on average, it takes nearly 4,000 listens to reach the top 1% of podcast episodes and 99% of podcasts will never reach that mark. That is where HubSpot Creators Program comes in to invest in emerging podcast creators globally, just like me. I'm excited to announce that the Shine Online podcast is officially a part of the Creators Program at the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. That means the podcast team will have access to a ton of new resources like editors and marketers to help us keep creating high quality episodes and growing our community. I'm also in good company with shows like Content is Profit and No Street Path. Check out the shows and learn more about the HubSpot creators at HubSpot.com slash creators. Welcome to the Shine Online Podcast. I'm your host and video content coach, Natasha. And after years of being a social media manager for service providers, coaches, and physical product brands while creating content for my own brand, I realized how important it is to infuse video into your strategy, no matter what surface or platform you decide to use for your brand. This podcast will help you create strategic video content that doesn't take away from your business, but fuels its growth. You'll leave each episode with a simpler way to show up with confidence that isn't reliant on the latest trend or gimmicky hacks, but a sustainable strategy. Ready to go from overwhelmed to confident in your content strategy? It's your time to shine. If you're connected with me on my email list or over on Instagram, you know that I've been going through some life and business changes. The biggest one is I just got married. I took almost three weeks off my business. And even before that, pretty much the whole year was like planning around this really big live event. And I didn't really have the capacity to create and show up and talk a lot on videos and do a lot of fancy edits like I normally love to, but I still wanted to show up for my community. And I'm sure that a lot of you can relate whether you're growing your business, you're taking time off, maybe you're recovering from burnout. And this is where I kind of coined this concept of my chill content era. I am in, I am entering my chill content era. I am welcoming you along for the ride. And so I wanted to dive a little bit deeper on what is this chill content era and how you can embrace it and your content strategy specifically when it comes to video. So essentially my chill content era has been me still choosing to show up on social media consistently, maybe not five plus days a week, right? Maybe three times a week or just on stories, but really opting for lower energy content. And I think it's really important to make the distinction that lower energy doesn't have to mean that you're being lazy or you're just throwing stuff at the video wall, hoping it'll stick. And you're just posting just a post. It can still be done with a lot of intention. While I definitely think there is a time and place to completely take a break from posting, it's no secret that in marketing and social media, consistency is so important, not only for getting the types of results you want to see on those social media apps, but building trust and relationships with your community. When you're consistently showing up for them with value, then they're going to continue to trust you more and come back and engage with your content and be ready to be in your office 
offers or purchase your products. So kind of going back to this difference between lazy with our marketing and things just being easy, being ease filled is that we've all seen the hacks, whether you're scrolling on your reels tab or you're seeing the hottest marketer at the time talking about it that essentially promote doing things quicker. But it really leans into this idea of like, I don't want to put in the effort and I want to be lazy with my marketing. And it's no secret that marketing is such an important part of running your business and it requires time, energy, resources to create that content. And video especially requires effort, just like marketing requires effort. But I think what's a really important reframe is that we're not trying to remove the effort required, but optimizing how much time and energy it takes to show up on social media, specifically with video. Effort means that we care. We're putting in thought. We're putting in value. We are pouring into our community. So we want there to be effort, right? But it can be easy and not take away from the other parts of our business in our life, which is where the chill comes into play. And if we really want to build a brand that's truly impactful for our communities, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're nodding like, yes, that's me. There isn't a shortcut to creating that, right? With hat culture, it raises this question of how creating content for your business can be easy without being lazy. And so that's what I want to share a few ways that I've been embracing that ease, that chill content era with low energy ways of showing up. So let's dive right on in with the first way, which is simpler content. So I've been feeling this shift towards consumers just wanting less. I think after the past few years that we've had, we've been so overwhelmed with content and tips and news and all these things that we're having to absorb. And people are just wanting to consume less on social media. One of the first things that come to mind is that especially in the TikTok space, there's such a big niche for constantly posting the latest find at Target or Amazon. And it's constantly making you feel like there's something new that you need to buy. There's something new you need to have in your life. There's something that you're missing. And I really think that people are kind of over that, right? Whether it's like quite literally their consumption habits, but also how they're learning and connecting with brands on social media. So an example of this shift would be instead of sharing five hacks, right? Which typically is what performs well and what goes viral, right? What if we just shared one in-depth transformation or tip or new way of doing something? So instead of thinking that our content needs to be longer or more complicated to be valuable for your audience, let's dive deeper into one thing and do that really well. Keeping in mind that when you offer almost a simpler solution or a simpler way of thinking of something or a simpler piece of content that they can consume that isn't like a million text bubbles popping up on a reel, right? People can actually see those mini shifts and they can leave your content better than they found it. And that's really what we want people to do where, okay, this content is simpler, right? So we're not having to think of five tips and hacks to share. We're not having to film 10 million different clips for a piece of content. What if we opted for simpler ideas for what we're wanting to share in our content versus putting all of our eggs in just one piece of content, right? What if we disperse that? What if we go deeper? And I 
really see, especially moving into 2023, that people are creating more depth in their content, which often means that we don't have to talk about everything to really add value, which is really where simplicity comes in. So I recommend when you're thinking of some content ideas, maybe you have in your content bank, your notes app, whatever it is, look at those ideas and think of what is the main point or takeaway that people need to leave that content better than they found it. What can you remove? What can you audit? What can you post in another piece of content and opt for the text and the caption and the visuals? How can you simplify things? Because that in turn is also making it a lot easier for you to show up and actually create the content. I honestly think that people feeling the need to add everything into their content comes from a part of imposter syndrome, right? Of, am I expert enough? I don't know. So let me just put everything I can think of in one piece of content. But I truly think that let's lean into simpler content. So the second way that I've really embracing my chill content era is fun content. And I feel like with social media, a lot of people have been talking about like how Instagram and social media first started, right? You were posting the photos with the cringy filters. You were kind of just sharing what you were interested in and you were seeing your friends do the same. And even creators, like the first influencers of our time were really just like having creative shoots where they were like dreamlike and really just fun and creative, right? And then there came the strategy and the hacking the algorithm and all these things that as business owners and brands, we know is like an important part of seeing results. I'm using air quotes that you can't see right now. But I really think that how we're going to create a long-term strategy that builds a community, not just a following, and really gets you all the best people that are your people, really comes down to just enjoying how you create. If you're constantly feeling burnt out and how you're creating and you're looking at a piece of content like you just just created it just to create it just for the sake of checking off I posted today, then you really need to lean into more fun content and fun content. Just a few things to spark some ideas is it could just be something that you're really curious about. Like if I filmed this or posted this, how would it go? Like, I'm really just curious how it would go or a topic that you're curious about. This also could be just experimenting with new creative ways of creating. So maybe a new way of filming video content, a new way of writing captions, a new way of posting your favorite content on stories, or even just simply leaning into your own interests a little bit more. I don't believe in the concept of you only have one niche and that's it. You have the niche you're supposed to talk about and that's what your content is, right? Because that doesn't leave a lot of room for fun. And that's why my personal approach to content pillars, which is essentially like the categories of the topics you're posting about on social media, I talk a lot more about in my signature program, but essentially that approach with content pillars really is five different pillars, those five different categories. So yes, your expertise and your niche are included in those, but how can we have maybe one or two of those pillars bring out your personal personality and things that people can connect to. Because I know when I've bought things, whether it's in a coach or a product, and maybe you can relate to this as well, that yes, you're looking for the best product. You're looking for the best solution. You're looking for the best coach or the course or the template or whatever it is, right? But chances are when you're comparing your options, there's a part of you that wants to like the person, the brand that you're investing in. And that's what's going to keep people coming back and engaging 
engaging with your content and having really great conversations in the content you're creating is because they feel like they know you a little bit more deeply than just the insert your niche person, right? And so this is really where I want to encourage you to think about how can I have more fun in my content? And that might be really leaning into what is not fun right now. And I want you to also be discerning of like something that might not be super enjoyable right now might mean not removing it entirely, but how can you do it in a way that feels so authentic to you? While you're listening to this podcast, you're probably doing something else too, like mastering the art of the matcha latte, getting in your daily movement, working on your business, or is that just me? But when you're having conversations with your customers and community, the same is probably true for them. They're catching up on DMs, mentally planning for the work week. So growing conversations beyond the moment can be challenging. HubSpot helps you go beyond the moment by connecting you and your team, giving you access to the exact same data and helping you see the full customer picture, what motivates them, what their expectations are and how you can blow them out of the water. With powerful tools that connect marketing, sales, ops and service, HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your team to transform customer moments into extraordinary customer experiences. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Tired of keeping up with the latest lip sync audios and spending hours on your video content each day? There's a more sustainable way to create low energy, high impact video content with a rinse and repeat workflow, which is why I'd love to invite you to my free five day video confidence challenge, where you'll get one of my simple video strategies, which is a teaser of what's inside my signature video confidence program. No talking, fancy transitions or trends needed. Get access to the video exercise and prompts at video confidence challenge.com or I've linked it in the show notes. Now let's dive back into the episode. For me, I love social sandboxing. It's a concept that I talk about in my signature program where we essentially just leave space to create for the sake of creating and testing and experimenting concepts without the pressure that it has to be posted. You've probably seen on my stories, I often share my matcha rituals and routines. And that started by one day being like, what if I just put my phone up and captured me doing matcha? And then I was like, what if I captured not only me doing my matcha, but me walking around and doing my morning routine? Or what if I added text on top of what I was doing for the day? So it's become this like sandboxing, really fun experimental thing that I can do on my stories, which also gives me a lot of really great data points of like what actually works. And tying it back to this whole concept of your chill content era, if you're just posting what you really love and enjoy and what's fun for you, it's going to take a lot less energy, a lot less capacity because it's easy right? It's stuff that you're already thinking about that you're already excited about. And it's going to bring that spark back into how you're showing up in your content. And the third way I've been leaning into my chill content era has been repurposed content. 
Now, there's a lot of different ways to repurpose. I personally don't love just taking something I already posted and posting it again, like literally copy and paste every element. But I do like using a concept or a piece of that content that performed really well or that I really want to give new life and use it in a way where I'm not always having to create new things. And I feel like this really leans into the first point of simpler content, right? Instead of feeling like I always need to reinvent the wheel and add a new tip to my arsenal of content, what if I go back to something that I feel like people need to hear again, or I feel like people need to hear a different way, or I feel like went so well, let's post it again, right? And my personal approach to repurposing is taking an existing piece of content and tweaking it, doing a little bit of a tweak and adding something new. So a few things that I've been really leaning into during this chill content era, especially as during this era, I have not only been on Instagram, but I've also been starting to post on TikTok. So I've been adding a whole new platform in the mix and it's still been really easy because I've been using a few of these different repurposing webs, I guess you could call them. So the first is taking captions that I've written, whether it's on feed posts or videos or whatever, and actually turning that into a video script where I'm talking to camera or turning it into a text or a quote that's on top of a video. And the great thing about captions is you can take one line, you can take the entire caption and do a lot with it. Another one is same thing with a caption. So starting with the caption as like your main piece of inspiration and actually adding it to a related piece of content. So maybe you have a piece of content that's about a certain topic and then you want to create a new piece of content that's kind of related, but you find that that initial caption had a lot of main points that you want to really pull into that add that caption, repurpose that caption. It saves you so much time because we all know caption writing can take a little bit of time and energy and update it, tweak it, make it make sense for that new piece of content. I know I have a lot of captions that I grab from when it comes to confidence or burnout or the mindset side of creating content. And whenever I'm doing a new piece of pep talk content, I will tend to grab for those older captions and update them. And another one, especially if you're wanting to lean into more video, is maybe taking graphic or feed posts that you've posted in the past. Take that concept, like what's the main idea of that and how can you transform it into a piece of video content? And at the least, you can literally go back into your content over the last three, six months, even a year, and use that as a starting point for ideation. Maybe you can just add a new perspective. Maybe it needs to be updated. Maybe it needs to be restated, right? But just going back to the library of content you already have, whether it's literally on Instagram for Instagram or on your email list or on other pieces of content that you're creating and how can you go a little bit deeper, save yourself some time by using what's already there. It's really important to be consistent, not only for our posting frequency, but also with the topics that we're posting about, because sometimes it takes time for that one main point to really hit home with people. I always like to think of like, let's say your parents are telling you not to do something and naturally you're not going to listen, right? But maybe it takes like the auntie or the cousin or the family friend or the teacher to say it once. And you're like, oh, wow. Yep. I'm going to do that totally differently. So sometimes it means just saying something in a different way, a different delivery for it to really land and hit home with people, which especially applies for talking about your offers. So don't be afraid to be a repurposing person in your content. 
And the last tip that I want to share of something that I've been embracing in my chill content era has been stock content. So essentially what I've been shifting my focus on, especially I'm thinking back to when Reels first came to Instagram, there was such a focus on single use content and single use means you post it once and you're done with it, right? This is lip sync audios, specific trends, things that have to go with a specific audio or specific editing style, right? And instead I've been shifting my focus of like, if I'm sitting down to create video content, how can I be multi-use? So going across multiple platforms and surfaces. So like going from stories to reels or even reels to TikTok, which I've often heard is like a no-no and like, I'm calling BS on that one. That is not true. And so while I love, and I absolutely recommend talking videos, they're really great for building authority. They can take a little bit more energy and time to edit, right? And so that's when I've been focusing more on on getting stock content footage, so different clips of me doing things, whether it's me walking in my office for the day or a time lapse of me coaching, those different types of clips that I'm just gathering during my routine. And essentially, I can use that piece of content. I'll post it on stories for that day. And then I'll kind of add it to like my stock content library where I will grab from that when I have an idea for a reel or an idea for a TikTok or I need something for another type of video that I want to create. So I can take one piece of footage and it can literally go across all the places that I'm showing up and save me so much time because I'm leaning into a lot of the other tips that I mentioned of I'm having fun, right? I'm doing my matcha. I'm doing a little dance. I'm going out and about and creating content with the friends. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm also repurposing. So I'm taking captions and other ideas like graphic feed post concepts and I'm turning that into just text that I'm adding right on top of that stock content. And I'm also just keeping it simple with these kind of text on video quote style content. You don't need to add a lot of things for them to be really effective. And so kind of all these tips go into the final tip of just really embracing stock content for my strategy. And quite literally right now, I have so much stock content that I wouldn't even need to create a new piece of video content for the rest of the year, which is amazing. And so having this new habit in my routine has allowed me to like really be chill and how I'm creating and batching. And I'm just capturing footage of things that I'm already doing and then turning it into content. So if you're really looking for that low lift, high impact style of content, and you want to source your own stock content and create more quote videos, I definitely recommend joining my five day free video confidence challenge. Day one is a video exercise where I literally teach you how to source your own stock content. Like people lift, they're like, I have so much content now. And then you get prompts for the rest of the challenge on exactly how to use them. So it's a really great way to kind of embrace that new habit and go into your chill content era. And so just to summarize, these are the four things that I've been doing during this chill content era and some takeaways that you can implement if you're like, I want to have my own era, right? Like this is a vibe. So first of all, I want you to think about this. How can you simplify your content to be more impactful? Think less is more. How can you have more fun with your content? Experiment, add more of your interests, be curious and create what you actually enjoy. If you don't post it, excited about it, we don't want it. How can you reuse great content that just needs to be updated or turned into a new format? So old captions, old graphics, old feed posts. How can you turn that into something new without having to work harder? 
And how can you embrace less trends and more multi-use content so you don't always have to be creating new things by embracing things like stock content and quote videos. So those are my takeaways and homework items for you. I hope you found this episode really helpful and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine Online podcast. I hope this episode has helped you find a simpler way to show up consistently on video. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with a business owner you know who is struggling with content and video in their business. Or connect on Instagram at Shine with Natasha by taking a screenshot and sharing your biggest takeaway. See you in the next episode.